And a very good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Show. I'm Jeff. I'm Giuseppe. Giuseppe Joe is in the house. All right. Joe, I want to turn you up a little bit there. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, Episode 73, we are uh, on the precipice of the NCAA Tournament Sweet 16. Uh, That's where we're at right now uh, as we head into the Sweet 16. Any uh, any standout teams or coaches or games that you're looking forward to as we head into this? Well, you know, one of the things I was thinking about coming in here is – Ratings, uh, which have been a, been pretty good, but the NIT ratings have gone up uh, in some cases. Oh, really? Eighty to ninety percent, like with the Louisville, Louisville plan, and it comes down to this is the whole debate. I think we may have talked about this. I forget if it was on or off yeah. or off uh, the podcast. But do you want teams that are upsets winning, like the like Maryland, Baltimore County, yeah. getting to the Sweet Sixteen or the Final Four, or do you want the big names? And clearly, the big names draw people in. Whether it's we can talk later about Tiger and Serena, but yep. North Carolina's gone, and you have uh, well, those kids had to study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you have some <laughs> of the big names and the royalty, so to speak, gone, and and then you have some that were not even invited, like Louisville. Yeah, and they're getting the ratings. Yeah, what what do you prefer? Well, I think one of the things is it's tough. To, so people, not everybody understands the true TV, TNT, TBS, and trying to find your game. Where the you know the NIT is on ESPN, and ESPN love them or hate them, it's easier to find the game at six o'clock or eight o'clock on ESPN than to battle through some of the games. And the other thing is the NIT is on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. Right. Sometimes Sometimes that's easier than battling against the Friday and Saturday, where people have events, children's events, and you know work work things. Where so it might be easier to find the games on a weeknight as opposed to the the, the weird times. I mean, sure. I'm an Oklahoma fan. We played last Thursday at 11, and then tournament's over. Well, <laughs> in essence, for me, I mean, I don't have any chip in the game, so it's I, do I care as much? Do I, I don't have to see these games? So. It does matter a little bit, and I understand you know the ratings, the ebb and flow of it. It makes sense that the NIT is doing a little bit better. Yeah, it's uh, the numbers are uh, Penn State Marquette, which you wouldn't think is a big big thing. They had, they they had almost nine hundred thousand, uh, an increase of more than double, and Mississippi State Louisville had almost a million people. It yep. increases about double from last year. Uh, Kind of interesting, you know, when you think about big basketball conferences, yep. which ones do you think about, really? It's, what, ACC and Big East. Yep. The Big 12 has, I was looking at this the other day, going, who has the most? The Big 12. They've got K- Kansas, K-State, Texas Tech, and West Virginia, then followed by the ACC with Clemson, uh, FSU, and Duke. And then the SEC, Big Ten, and Big East all have three. And then, of course, you have the Loyolas and the Nevadas. Yeah. They play each other, unfortunately, right? You know, up the road there, Loyola has a really good chance to get to the Elite Eight. Yep, I think so. They They play tonight, I believe. They they do. Okay. So there you go, NCAA recap, and we'll okay, we'll be we'll be in the, we'll have, we'll know the final four before Sunday night gets here. So there you go. Uh, ESPN announced some moves yesterday that I thought was a little bit weird. Uh, they're going to move the Wingo and Golick brand new show to ESPN News off of ESPN Two because they're going to move because they, they're not doing well. <laughs> well, they didn't say that. What they said yeah, was they're going to move not. Mike Greenberg to get up. Uh, they're going to have him on ESPN regular, but they want the ESPN quote unquote news to be on ESPN2 where the talk show that was on ESPN2 is going to ESPN News so Sports Center moves to ESPN2 which is more news oriented so the names the shows don't match up with the names but uh interesting change and the Golic Wingo show is not very good to be honest with you I mean no, it's just 
there's not a lot of chemistry there. Uh, and I know that all three of the, the – they're, they're trying hard. Wingo tries too hard, I think. Uh, he's trying to fit in. and he, just, I, he, he might be better off just doing the NFL stuff. I don't know. So, But I just thought it was odd that they've already announced they're going to change that Wingo and Golick show uh, you know, uh, from ESPN2 to ESPN News, which is, uh, is, is a step down. I don't wa- yeah, and I don't watch it at all. I mean, I'm really excited for the possibility for Greenberg because Greenberg lends himself more to it's not just sports, it's these other elements. And, he's, and he knows a lot outside of sports. Yeah. I think his parents owned a bookstore. He's written books. And with Michelle Beadle, kind of the same way on with the, with him, with her being on it, we'll, we'll, yes, we'll lend creeds now. Yes. She adds a lot to Jalen Rose on there I'm not as excited about. Uh, yeah. On the show, he just doesn't do it for me as much. But I know, he, you know they're trying just to bring a little bit of everything in there. It makes sense in a, in a way. And Jalen does know basketball, but oh, but how are they going to be able to talk football, like baseball, and stuff? So we'll see. Interesting. Uh, in a, that starts on April second on ESPN really regular. The driving force for that will be Greenberg, and I think a lot of people, including myself, will be probably surprised how much Michelle Beadle is going to bring into that. Oh, show. I love Michelle Beadle. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. And that's I don't think too many, enough people know about that, and Greenberg's going to help her with that. But then the ESPN. Also made what I thought was the most interesting move of the week, hired John Fox to be a color analyst for football. Now John Fox, the Bears coach, the Giants coach, and the Carolina yeah, this, coach, yeah. has the person a great coach, but the personality is a little yeah. lacking there. Would you not? Would you say, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never know these people personally until you're, you're actually talking, and maybe when they feel like they they're not inhibited by having the protect their teams maybe they'll come out and say different things but for, I mean your former coach there in Pittsburgh you know he hasn't done a whole lot I, I, I like him but I don't know that I think he's he a doesn't stay he's just kind of there and living off his name but John Fox was never known for being media friendly uh, no personality at all milk toast is I think what somebody called him I'd love to see Greg Popovich <laughs> on the NBA you know, yeah. that would now that would be fantastic there you go so that John Fox going to his of course the major sports move of the week pro bowling is going to leave ABC and the ESPN and go to Fox I don't know if you remember but when I was growing up, and maybe part of when you were growing up, it was the top-rated sports show every single week. The format is built for it. <laughs> yep. It's, it, it, because you have, you know, they go to the final five, and then five plays four, four yeah. plays three. I mean, whoever wins yeah. goes to the next level. That was built, and it's a quick, quick game. Yep. You can get through that. I Earl mean, Anthony and Mark Roth and all that. Yeah. I interviewed. I used yeah. to, you know, it was so funny. Bowling used to be so big that back in 1981 through 83, I was the bowling columnist for the Fort Myers News. That Press. is awesome. I even covered. Oh. I, I interviewed Earl, you know, yeah, and Roth, and all yeah. those guys. It was fantastic. So if you're looking for your pro bowling, it'll be moving to Fox soon. And then another <laughs> major move, and this one's kind of sad in a way. If you're one of those traditionalists, ABC will televise this year's Indianapolis 500, and then it's moving after 54 years. It's going to NBC. So ABC has done 54 Indy 500s, and now they're moving. Uh, not that it's that big a deal, but you know, you just you love you hate to see every tradition go away <laughs> in sports TV and sports broadcasting. So that's one that's going to go away, and I'm sure NBC will do a fine job with it. Nothing against NBC. Do you think it's because you're part of media that those traditions? Because I really don't care. Joe doesn't care. I don't care who broadcasts anything. Like right now, Facebook just bought some middle of season games for $30 million for MLB. Totally uninterested. Doesn't bother me one bit. No, and I don't care who does ABC. It's not like Chris, is Chris Economaki even alive? I don't even I know. Don't know. I, I should know that, but um, I, I don't think that pe- most people care. I guess I care for the principle much. of the matter, not as care that principle. I'm going to watch every 
upturn and 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 wreck of the Indianapolis 500. But you know, I I do like traditions, and I just think that 54 years at ABC to give up on it, it just there's a little you know a little tug at the heart there that that it, it should stay at ABC. I don't know, but maybe that's just me being a baby. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's another issue. Uh, but, you know, nostalgia just hits us hard. You know, there's certain yeah. things, like certain songs I'm listening to, I'm like, I like that. I'm like, but that's a horrible song. Or, yeah. or you like certain well, shows, I get, and you're going, why do I like that show? Because it reminds you of being a youth or whatever. Well, and I think the Indy 500, you you got up on Sunday morning, you, you listened, you, you turned it on, it was always on ABC, and it right. started early in the morning. It was one of those weirder, like, sport, 11 think, o'clock, 10.30 yeah. pregame or whatever, pre-race. And, you know, it was just, it was there, and I guess you just kind of want it to be there. No, it's still going to be there. It's just going to be a channel up the dial. So, but we're sports and media talk shows, so I thought I'd bring it up. No, no, it's very interesting. And here's the other thing: is you know, if you're talking about traditions or nostalgia or being a big baby, um, it's, uh, it makes you think about what content do we want anymore? There's so much out there. Oh, there's Lord. so much. Because one of my students the other day in class, and they're learning, wrote a column about how there's not enough school spirit and students should go out and cover come to games. But you know, in when, when 1981, when I graduated high school and went to college, probably. What we get in one weekend is what we got in a whole month, oh. you know, at least back then. There's a lot more sports options out there. But the, the other thing is, as far as content, you know, I'm working, on, I'm starting to work on this writing project. I'm thinking, what hasn't been written? What do people actually want to write a, read a book on? Like, what would you want to read a book on? You know, I liked your story. I liked your idea about the the kickers and the idiosyncrasies in the kicking book. Yeah, I still think there's a no, chance there. I, I that would that you had me. I might have been the one. But no, no, no. I, but you're right. I heard people this week. I would have never thought this game would have mattered. But the ni is the niai niaa oh, that one, the basketball final got great attention and decent ratings because it was a great game and people were talking about it because it was back and forth up and down the court and the last second shot won it. Now I wouldn't have ever thought about that being a sporting event that's going to have any eyeballs or people talking about it. But there's people on Facebook around here, basketball coaches saying it was a great game and if you didn't get to see it, you missed out how really true amateurism is being played. You know, so you're right. There is so much content out there every day. It's tennis, it's golf, hockey, you know, everything. Any night you can find five or six to seven sports options between your you know seven and ten o'clock at least. And baseball is getting ready to start, and that brings three or four more games a night that you're going to be all watching all the platforms. Mostly when you live where we live here in the St. Louis Cubs and, and White Sox kind of trifecta there. And for football, even the Colts. Yep. You know, so if you're if you're looking to get into the field here, we were just talking. I know both of us talked to Joe Collins, who works in NBC Sports in yep. Chicago. I was asking him, so do you hire people right out of college? What sort of things you're looking for? And he said, well, I'm looking for somebody who knows Avid and knows how to edit video and knows how to write, knows how to cover beat, and, and also knows AP style, which yep. is important. It's all these different skills nowadays you have to know as opposed to you could either be a broadcast or whatever. But secondarily, what's the content that we're going to be producing that people want? Like I actually, I, this morning I, I bought The Athletic. You did? It was two forty nine a month. I bought about the year thirty, but twenty nine something. I said. Well, you're independently wealthy too. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I am. Uh, I, I guess I won't feed my dog this month. <laughs> but um, I, I bought it because I'm looking for new content because there's so much content out there. But a lot of it I just don't care about. I understand. Yep. I mean, so what, what are you looking for? I mean, we've talked about this it's, from time to time. I'm more the traditionalist, I guess, in, in a way. Uh, I like it to be on the regular channel kind of stuff. And when I read, I like it to be free still on the Internet. Or, uh, you know, I, and I still like the fill of a newspaper in my hand. Do you, do you read the local paper? I or, do read, yeah. yeah the and I like to go to the, 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 you know, the St. Louis website as well as, you know, sure. Champagne News Gazette website. And, you know, I'll go to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and check out my Braves, Pittsburgh websites. But, you know, all, all of them are, you know, 
was starting to do, like, you know, this is your 12th visit this month. Uh, you know, you cannot access, you know, it's like, right, I, you right. know, so it's so all. Answer these 12 questions. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's all changing. So you're exactly right. Where we, where we get our content and how we get it and how we're, how we're going to pay for it is going to be become the decider in the, in the coming days and years for sure. Because this morning, somebody who teaches, uh, a friend of mine, I think it was a friend of mine who teaches in Auburn, and somebody also in Georgia were talking about, somebody had written, do you need to major in journalism to be a journalist or a sports journalist? And, and I would argue, no, uh, you don't have to, which I know goes against, I'm teaching in a journalism program. I think it's very beneficial for a lot. But when I worked at the Orlando Sentinel one night, we were all sort of sitting around talking about, of all things, John Irving novels. Uh, <laughs> our, our main sports columnist was political science. Our main other writer was in history. We had two, three English people. We had a sociology guy who was in charge of the entire department. You know, we all worked as journalists, though. That's yeah. important. Like, if you want to be on radio, it doesn't matter what your major is when they come in here. They need to work it. Yeah. Not that you can't get anything out of journalism. Everybody, you know, so that's the nice thing is if, if you can get an education or experiences that are different from anybody else's, being different is a good thing. Oh, I agree 100%. Exactly. Baseball Hall of Fame has said no more Chief Wahoo for anybody coming in. So um, uh, Jim Tomey and future any in Indians players that are going to be going into the Hall of Fame will not be allowed to have Wahoo on their uh, bust or uh, or. You know. That is the greatest. It makes me. I know it's. I know it's wrong to say maybe, but I I smile every time I see it, and probably because I know how goofy and stupid it is. There you go. I mean, there's something about it I like, but I I. We are moving into the era of political recognition that we have never seen before, yeah. and I didn't. And I don't think you can turn back, but it's to the point of what you just want to know: what's next? What is the next level of, 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 what, of what people are going to want? Yes, I mean, there's some that are egregious. I mean, I know we've talked about. It. I think, you know, the dancing fool up at you know, you know, uh, up at Chief Alinawick up at University of Illinois. Yeah, that dance was. I, I'm not Native American, but the first time I saw it, I was I was aghast. I thought, so you're not from here, so you don't get it. No, but that's the whole thing is I'm not from here, so I can only look it through the prism of nostalgia. I look at it through common sense, I hope, in that thing. No, you. I, I mean, it was really ridiculously stupid. Uh, but, you and Justin Rust, I tell you. Uh, but I do. I don't think naming a team after, like, the Atlanta Braves, that's that's not a derogatory term. And, you know, if they, if they have respect with the logos that they have, I have no problem. Same with the Indians. The Cleveland Indians or something like that. There's nothing wrong with being Vikings or Indians or Braves or Americans or Irish. But maybe not Redskins. But definitely not Redskins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's as bad as, you know. Yeah, that's as bad as you can get. Beacon City up the road. Yeah. I used to call him nickname was the Chinks. Yeah. I mean, my God, please. Yeah. That's amazing that that was allowed. Oh, I even said Decatur Eisenhower, you know, Decatur MacArthur's logo had coached, had the General MacArthur smoking a cigarette for years. I mean, for for decades, that was their logo of a high school. I mean, for their sports team. I'm like, are you kidding me? So, yeah, it's amazing what was allowed, and then some of these things need to get chopped off, and then how far will we go in the future? So, what are the things on your list, Mr. Joe? Um, as always, I'm I'm interested in golf and. Um uh, Tiger Woods. Being he is a high. ratings. Uh, he's ratings gold. He is. Oh, he's he's, he's absolutely gold. He, uh, if he hadn't hit that one ball out of bounds in the last round, he was within the stroke. The whole yeah. mindset of the players and the stress. He was very close. So in the Valspar Open last week's tournament, we've got what two weeks I think until the Masters. Yeah, two or three first weeks. week in April. And yeah. um, 
man, if he's in a hunt there, it'll be amazing because the way he's playing, I mean, he's confident and he's he's healthy, taking a couple weeks off to rejuvenate and rest his body. I think he's going to go into the Masters, and I tell you what, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet against him. I'll tell you that he's a completely different thing. A couple weeks ago, someone said, "Oh, Tigers, you know the odds are down." I'm going, "Well, nostalgia's strong. The bookies <laughs> love nostalgia because they win money on nostalgia all the time." But I, he is a legitimate threat now. There was a great interview, and I forget who it was on ESPN. It was a written one. Uh, and talking about it. And he's really changed. He's not as uptight, but he, I didn't realize how bad it was. He couldn't even bend. He couldn't do anything. He has to completely rechange his, if this is the right word, uh, kinesiology and his, his body movements to yep. play the game the way it is. And he says, it's just now starting to click. It doesn't hurt for the first time since. That's you know, the key. It yeah, doesn't hurt. Swing so not he's not hurt. thinking about it when he swings. Right. And, th- and then when you readjust yourself like that, he's better. And so, yeah, I mean, again, love him or hate him, he's ratings gold. And he is going to be, knock on wood. I hope he is in the hunt for the Masters because it's, it's great. Wins it. It's great for TV sports if he's in the hunt. And if he wins it, that's good. That'll be the biggest. I would argue that's the biggest sports story of the year then. Oh, for sure. If he wins it, there'll be absolutely no doubt about it. Unless, well, I mean, we're at it. We'll be at April for, you know, only a third of the way through the year. For but year, someone to yeah. get that hurt and not win for what? Eight, a major for yeah. what? Six, six, eight, seven yeah, years. Eight yeah. years at least. Maybe it's 10. Uh, I mean, the Arnold Palmer Open, their increase in ratings last week. It's kind of silly just to even look at it. They increased their ratings last year from the year before by 683%. Seven times more people watched it. The ratings for the Arnold Popper Open were higher than the last round or equal to the U.S. Open last year. I mean, it was so exciting that some of the uh, athletes were talking about that the fans were out of control and they actually want to calm the fans down. You read some of that? Yeah, I thought that was kind of... I didn't think it was... I mean, I understand why they do it, but you also you got to be thinking about the almighty dollar if you're Rory McIlroy before you tell people to be quiet and not enjoy themselves on the course because, yep. again, those people are paying your salary, Rory, so be careful what you say. Who was the other golfer? Um, I'll have to think about it. Maybe it was Stenson who was saying that they were yelling my wife's name when, they, when, when he hit the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, someone's going to be yelling. If I'm hitting a ball, someone's going to be going, Betsy. What do, I, what do I care? People are saying far worse to football yeah. players, basketball players. Yeah, go to a college football players. game on a, on a drunken Sunday afternoon in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's a gentle game. No, uh, it's not anymore. It's not. Golf will have to adapt. If they if they want to continue this rise, and I think the I think golf the the golf people understand that uh, people are going to have fun. And do you ever read watch the Ryder Cup? I I, I pay attention. I don't My know if I watch it. Golf event because it's team golf, and they're going at it. Yep. And several years ago, more than about six years ago or so, the the Europeans were angry because the Americans were screaming and yelling. And I remember that. Yeah. I was like, really? Your sensibilities can't handle this? My God. Have they not been to an English soccer game yes, or an Irish soccer game? Yes, exactly. So uh, funny. I, I, I love those events, and I, I sure the heck hope that Tiger comes in here. And, and All right. Um, Any other thoughts before we get to the dead? Um, I think uh, just one last thing. It's kind of silly. I mean, it's not really a sport. We like media. silly. Um, Serena Williams, when she goes, when she left go- uh, tennis uh, to to deliver her child, yep. she comes. She was number one. She last week in Miami, I think it was. She wasn't even ranked. Uh, that makes How sense. would you like to be a top ranked player going? Oh, I'll have an easy first round. Oh, Serena. That's all I got. <laughs> the greatest player I, who's I, ever played the game. Thank you very much. That yeah. just makes no sense. Uh, and Serena again is another ratings winner too. Are you going to watch any of these other? Play- Name another couple of tennis players. 
on the women's side, I mean, other than Serena and Venus, I don't think I could. Yeah. Uh, on the men's side, there's still the three or four studs, but after that, I mean, there's you know, tennis needs a new star. They do. That's one thing that it's kind of that yeah, uh, unfortunate thing, but tennis definitely needs a star or two to step up. In lieu of that, we certainly would want to watch Serena. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, she's probably if you think about the last twenty years. I mean, she, her and Tiger and LeBron. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a couple other people, but that's what well, those, sports. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's absolutely. The cream, right Tom Brady. Ugh, I hate to say it out loud, but cream to the cream, right there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I don't know that Tom Brady. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Tom Brady has the same cachet as LeBron as far as popularity and impact and Tiger. Think about it, Tiger's in a minor sport, so to speak, oh, in the yeah. United States, and think of the power that he has too. Yep. You're right. You're absolutely right. There you go. Walking Dead. Episode four, the spring season. Four more to go. Um, the last episode was, uh, you know, it was it was interesting. It had some really good points. Recap uh, a couple of points. Well, let me think. It, it was a, the obviously the big to do was Rick and uh, Negan had a gigantic fight, which was really got lambasted online. It was it was they didn't think it was very well thought out and this how the fact how the fact that this bat can uh you know stay stay burning and still active for so long uh, kind of made a few writers say okay it, it, you, if you want to make us really like the show you can't put this kind of stuff in there but it was an interesting uh the fight you know uh, Negan found out that um uh, Simon, wasn't it? Simon, uh, you know, did kill all the Jadis' people other than Jadis. Uh, at the end, Jadis had Negan at gunpoint and was taking him somewhere. They hinted earlier, going, you're a beautiful, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, awesome. You know, the hilltop is kind of trying to fig- find their way with everybody being there, including the prisoners. But you know something's going to happen with the prisoners here soon. So that was kind of the recap of a, of a an interesting uh, show. Uh, the, but the weirdest part about the whole show, Joe, is if you, and those of you who've watched it understand, hopefully you agree out there in, in, in Facebook land or online on the, on our podcast land is that they didn't show the wreck of Negan and Rick. They just showed the after effects of the wreck, which I didn't understand why they did that. I mean, you you build up to this you, Rick and Negan, you know, going at it, and then they got to the wreck, and then Rick made a shot, tried to shoot Negan a thousand bullets, none of them could hit him, and then they get into this fight. But it was really just not well thought out uh, in terms of just the the production of, of the fight, the wreck, and the Rick and Negan stuff. Everything else about the episode had some interesting, you know, dialogue and some fat, fun stuff going on. But this just it just did not sit well. They've definitely dialed it back the last three shows. I mean, dial, yeah. I mean this the show is back. I think despite. You know, the yeah. whole Carl situation there and how that may, I mean, there may not as many people watching it, but I'm intrigued by the interpersonal communications and those little, those yeah. little, those, and I think you are too. Oh, yeah. So I'm very interested in the Negan and Rick one, but less so than several others because I think they did a poor job. I, I would have liked to have, I wish Rick could have burned the entire um, bat. So, so Lucille would be gone, and yeah. you have to figure out something else to do. Yeah. That would be another thing instead of, oh, I got my Lucille back. And then the whole zombie thing down there, they made it sound like it was too easy for them to get out. Yeah. It, it certainly was. Uh, but I'm intrigued by the Simon and Dwight. If, you know, you're wondering, is he trying to get Dwight aboard? No, can I trust you because I need to be someone in charge? Uh, and then now, of course, the Simon against the Negan. Though that that's one of, of three that really get to me. I, I mean, what do you think? Oh, I did. You're exactly right. Negan's foundation has cracks in it, and there's Simon and possibly Dwight, and so that that's that's it. You know, interesting, and you know, and then the Simon went over the edge more than I thought he was. I oh, thought he, Simon was going to be more of a. 
a, a, a little reasonable, but he never really, I guess, was a reasonable one. He was always a hard ass. Yeah. Right? And I think after the Jadis thing, he's laid his cards on the table. He knew Negan was going to find that out about eventually, so he is trying to separate himself, and he wants to bring Dwight with him and, and, and go from there, I think. So, yeah, yeah, that the foundation of Negan's people is cracked, and we'll see what happens as we go forward. Uh, I did see where, uh, you know, Norman Reedus... Uh, said that he yeah, people will be satisfied with the ending of this season, which has been four weeks from the Sunday. So I don't know what that means, but to me, satisfied means there's got to be a next phase starting, not a conclusion to anything, right. but there has to be a next I, I phase starting. You. Yeah, I completely agree with there that. Um, one of the other relationships that I, for the first time ever, I'm interested in Jadis. Yeah, because I was never interested. She was kind of dull. Her people were kind of dull. And now she was like robotic. Car, yeah, and now she's got emotion, right? Well, and she's realized now that Negan's people killed her, killed her people. Rick basically has given her op- ample opportunities to come on board, and he and then she as she said no, Until and now dismissed her at the end. Dismissed her at the end. So now Jadis is going to be really the key to the whole thing because if she can bring Negan to Rick. Or whatever she plans. Oh, you think that's what she's doing? I don't know. If she does, yeah, that, that would, would be interesting. So then, then Rick might say, "Ah, we will take you, Jadis, and you can be one of our as we move forward to the next phase." But then this weird teacher lady. Yes. Who was who like, was that? I recognized her. I didn't. She looked very yeah. familiar, but, but I, I think it's maybe she looks like a couple of people that. She, she's an actress that I've seen before somewhere, I think. But out of nowhere, you know, she comes and she's all clean dressed like a modern person. Doesn't look grum, gripey and grummy like that. And then she's got these two weirdo girls with her. Uh, Were you uptight when Maggie was treating her so poorly, though? No, I wanted her to treat her poorly. I think all people that you meet new like that, I, I, that don't bring much to the table, <laughs> but they're wanting stuff from you, I, I'm very, I'm very but, but apprehensive. she's willing to deliver stuff, too. Yeah. Food. But she's, she was... Yeah. And, and, I, I got how Maggie was... Really, well, because Maggie trustful. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm going. This, this is someone testing you because I'm thinking you brought something up last week about the whispers. Yeah, I'm wondering if she's part of that group. That's what it's got to be. It's you all, think? she has to I be. I don't know because I'm thinking. I wonder if they were assessing how they were going to treat her from the outside. It wasn't really about the records. It wasn't about anything yeah, yeah, else. And I want to ask about you about how you're going to treat us. And if you treat us really well, we're going to come in and help you. If not. You're one of the bad guys. And what is the deal with the records? Do you have any idea? I've not followed the comic books enough to. I never. That was just. Uh, if you got records and no spoken word, we will. We're interested in having the records. Do you uh, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to start a whole new. <laughs> but <laughs> but wasn't that weird? I don't, I don't even know if they care about the records. Maybe they're thinking about how resourceful can this group be. Um, we really don't care. But is that something everybody has? I mean. But, but it also really, when you think about it, has no value. And they were saying that maybe they were testing another sense is maybe I'm giving you some food, which has value, music, which has no value outside of, you know, the art, you know, maybe I guess, soul. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's just that's your quirky thing. Maybe that's what it is. But yeah, I didn't get I that. I think they just wanted to help and they were going to help, but they want to get something out of it. Or the, and at the end, they kind of did come to an agreement. So they're going to give said, a chance. Wow, you guys are really in bad shape. Just take all the food. Yeah. We're good, but you better come through with the record. Yeah. So, so it seemed like they were not trying to do something bad. I, I, I get a sense they're good. Joe, I love your positivity. That's don't, one. Don't you? <laughs> no, I think they're they're going to be. But I think they're going to be horrible people. But that's just. I think they're going to be somewhat good. But if I were Maggie, I wouldn't have trusted them at all. There you because go. I can look at it from a distance, not from the moment in that. So. All right. 
Joe. I don't know. It's, it's, there's so many compelling... That's what makes you watch, though. I now, mean, Joe no, thinks... No, yeah. actually... I, when was the last time I raised my voice in excitement over the show? No, so that's what I mean, but that's what makes people watch, though, is the fact that you think one way, I think another, and neither of us has a clue what's going to happen, and you throw in the records, and you throw in Jadis. I right. mean, the show is... is It's better that these four episodes... four left now? Four left. Four these left. four episodes have overall been an, a B plus, A minus. The first one started slow, but then that picked yeah. up, and then the next three have been fantastic. So the, and even part of the first yeah. one. Now, unfortunately, like you hit it, the, the, the radio are down and they, they're not making an increase in the first four and so we'll see what happens with these final four uh, and I think people want the next phase to start and I think that's I think they understand that they've got to make something happen and Morgan's got to take off for the West Coast here soon what, what's the deal with Ezekiel we, haven't, we really haven't seen him he's just all, disappeared they just some of these actors have a great job they get paid to be in about <laughs> one episode a season but, although I think they want to be because that helps you know their uh, credibility credibility and money and for you know the next phase so all right but jerry was in there yep jerry's gotta awesome jerry. you gotta love it so show's good joe's hey, doing fine good you gotta go check it out if you haven't seen it this year go back to the beginning of the season we are the only Feel sports it. and media contest or podcast that always ends up talking about the walking dead i'm yeah, jeff we're not talking about the braves <laughs> there you go <laughs> joe, see ya. have a great day everybody